Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Secret Truths, Conspiracies Exposed. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton, along with Mark Lewis. And hey, Mark, how you doing today? Oh, I'm great, Scott. Good talking with you today. So, you survived our trip down to Arizona, did you? Yeah, made it back all in one piece. It was, uh, it was a blast. Certainly did enjoy myself. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, and particularly sitting out under the Phoenix or the Arizona night sky. Looking up there. Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, it was amazing to see how many how many planes we saw going, you know, flying over and in the middle of the night. And uh, wondering what the, what what they're all doing up there and the different patterns that they're flying and and the trails that they're you know leaving behind them and all that good stuff, of course. Oh, it was the uh, it was the craziest thing because I you know I got home in the morning uh, pretty early and you know I went to work after I after I got home and by the, you know I came home after work and sat down and I sat down on the couch and turned on the TV and there's a show um, they're talking about these lights and these these Phoenix lights as they call them and it's the story of this. Uh, this fly, this this big spaceship, I guess you could call it, that they that over, you know, that they had reports of over 700 reports of people seeing this thing in uh, in 1997. I believe it was March 13th, 1997. And you got all of, all of these people calling up and going, "Hey, are you, you guys seeing this thing?" And you know, people are shooting video of it. And, and you know, what makes this such such an interesting story is the massive size of this craft. Uh, there's a guy, there's a guy named Tim Lay, and he's, you know, he's watching this thing as it flies over his house, and then he says that it, uh, the ship actually flew between these two mountain, uh, mountain peaks, and that the peaks are, you know, they came out and they surveyed this area, and they, they discovered that the peaks are 1,542 feet apart. And this guy is claiming that the, cra- the tips of the wing, uh, the wingspan on this craft, literally, you know, pra- were, were practically touching the, uh, the sides of the mountains. Then. So that is just a, an incredible scale of this thing. And then, and then of course, the shape that they're they're describing it is just incredible too, because it's they they say that it's like a giant flying V. You know, it's not even like a wing or anything like that. But if you can just imagine. The letter B flying along with with these, uh, I guess, five or six massive round um, lights coming out the bottom of it. Uh, I guess that could be quite the quite the interesting sight, you know, in the in the middle of the night sky if, if you're not used to seeing that kind of thing. Well, what's <laughs> interesting about it too is with those lights, um, it's not something that was trying to hide. Like it doesn't sound like it was moving. At a at a, an incredibly quick speed, and it was sort of hanging around, letting everybody take a look at it, right? Exactly. In fact, that's one of the one of the interesting things about it as well is that it was flying very very slowly, or and in fact at times it was actually hovering perfectly still. And so they were, you know, they're they're going on about this, uh, talk, you know, trying to understand the physics of it, and they said, well, obviously it can't be an airplane, you know, because it has to have a certain amount of lift. And air, you know, speed running under the under the wings to to give it that lift. And so they talk about, well, is it, you know, is it possible that this has rotary engines inside of it, like in a helicopter or something? And from the eyewitness accounts, 
you know, they're, they're, this craft was completely silent, and it had no wind disturbance or anything like that from the people on the ground. You know, if, if you, when the helicopter's flying over your head, uh, yeah, apparently you there's... Yeah, you, you, you absolutely know it. And so they, you know, they're just claiming that these light, these, uh, these engines look, you know, they look like lights. And they, you know, it runs completely silently, and, and yet it, has, it still has the power to, to provide enough lift for, you know, a 1,500 foot aircraft. Yeah, that's a pretty big, uh, plane, isn't it? Yeah, I'll say. So what was interesting, too, is, I mean, because, you know, here's the thing, right? You get all these eyewitness reports, and you get these pictures, you get these videos, you get all this stuff, and uh, yet still people will, will say, oh, yeah, you know, a bunch of quacks or fakers or whatever. And one of the people that uh, has come forward and said he witnessed this was the uh, governor of Arizona at the time, um, Fife Symington Third. And he came forward on March 2007 and said that he had witnessed one of the crafts of unknown origin during the 1997 event, but uh, he didn't go public with the information until a, a few months later. And he held a press conference, well, actually, until a little bit after that, I guess it wasn't months, but after the, uh, the event, he held a press conference stating that they found who was responsible. And I guess he had a little bit of a sense of humor here, and he pulled... Uh, he pulled out one of his aides on stage dressed in an alien costume. So, <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out if you're gonna be a, a governor, a Republican governor, no less, and go out and be making claims of UFOs, then probably uh, probably the best thing to do is, is mix a little humor into it so people don't think you're just totally crazy. <laughs> well, he went on to say, you know, I'm a pilot. And I know just about every machine that flies. Now, this thing was bigger than anything I've ever seen. It remains a great mystery. Other people saw yeah. it, responsible people. I don't know why people would ridicule it. He had said earlier that it was enormous, and who knows where it came from. And uh, it couldn't have been flares because there was no uh, symmetrical aspect to it. It had a geometric outline, a constant shape. So he had also requested information from the commander of Luke Air Force Base, the general of the National Guard, and the head of the Department of Public Safety. But none of the officials he contacted had an answer for what had happened and were also, quote, perplexed, unquote. And uh, later he responded to an Air Force explanation that the lights were flares. He says, as a pilot and a former Air Force officer, I can definitely say this craft did not resemble any man-made object I'd ever seen. It was certainly not high-altitude flares because flares don't fly in formation. <laughs> that's right, that's right. It was, it was really interesting on this program. They had uh, they have this, um, this video engineer named Jim... Dilatoso, and he performs this this what he calls a histogram color analysis of the video itself. And what he claims is, yeah, and when you watch the video, I mean, it's it seems to it seems to substantiate his claim that that the lights in the video are very consistent, and they don't seem to be you know moving around on the screen, and nor do they seem to be fluctuating. In terms of brightness, like a you know when you light a flare, you know it, it lights up really bright at first, and then it starts kind of fizzling out, and eventually burns out. Yeah, good point. And so he's you know they they basically do a a head-to-head -head comparison of you know video footage of uh, airplanes that are shooting out these these flares as as was uh, claimed it happened on that night during a training exercise, yeah. and then he he matches that up with with the actual video of this 
this unidentified uh, object. And what he found, uh, and it actually shows the, the graphical readout, he found that the flares, uh, the brightness that they emitted was, you know, fluctuated up and down um, quite dramatically on the, on the graph. And when you looked at the graph of the lights in the video, the other video, they were like, it was like a perfectly horizontal flat line. And when he superimposed the two, you could see the flares crisscrossing up and down over this line uh, pretty dramatically. And, and so he, you know, they, they came to the conclusion that this does not, to be, not appear to be any type of flare formation or, uh, or training exercise that they've ever witnessed before. Right, so there goes that uh, that theory, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, and it would really, you know, you'd sure hate for the Air Force or the the uh, Department of Public Safety to come out and say, well, you know, that you know was obviously made by somebody that uh, doesn't come from the planet, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think it's a. I think it's an interesting. You know, topic to to think about. Well, you know, obviously, if you, with seven over seven hundred reports, you know, and and having an air force base right nearby, it seems to me that you know somebody would be investigating into this and trying to find out what the heck it was. And uh, you know, especially now that you know we kind of know that there, are, you know, that we have a a space missile defense program now, and that we have these you know clandestine government organizations that are that are basically involved in, uh, you know, the space warfare now, like we were talking about on one of our other episodes. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, it makes me wonder, well, gosh, if, the, if nothing else, if these guys are, are certainly, you know, invest, you know, know more about this topic than what, than what we're being told. And it also makes me really wonder, well, gosh, is this actually, you know, one of our own kind of ships flying around out there, and they know exactly what it is, and... And they're just that, you know, they're kind of, I don't know, flying it around like a, like a big, you know, like a giant, uh, you know, teenage prank or something, you know, just to get a reaction out of people or, I don't know exactly. And maybe, you know, maybe they're, they're actually testing the water with people because I know that, you know, in the past they've done a lot of studies to, to determine what would be the, what would be the reaction of the people if, if it were, you know, uh, if the story broke that aliens had landed and, and, you know, how would people react to that? And certainly when they did the original studies back in the, in the 40s and the 50s when they were first learning about this stuff, I think that, you know, people, well, as we know about in the, when they aired the War of the Worlds radio broadcast, people literally ran, ran screaming out into the middle of the streets, just completely hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's interesting, you know, I mean, I would, I'd love to be a fly on the wall that was able to, you know, to be there at those moments and, and then to see the kind of things that are happening nowadays. And, well, yeah, there's maybe 700 people that or 700 reports of people that, that saw this thing, but, it'd be, you know, it doesn't seem like, doesn't seem like it created the same kind of mass hysterical pandemonium that, uh, that we experienced in the past. Yeah. Well, we've had so many. I mean, you've got to start, you know, TV and movies. You've got Star Wars. You've got Avatar that just came out. I mean, we've had, uh, you know, Independence Day, Men in Black. I mean, we've had, a, you know, a really interesting education in terms of stuff that people don't uh, want to believe is real and, and getting used to it over the last uh, 30 or 40 years. And, 
You know, really, right. if you if you were going to educate people to this sort of thing, would you you know have it in movies where they can kind of experience it all, uh, feeling safe, or would you have it on the news? And I think that it's unfortunate. You know, we're talking about an event that's over 13 years old. Right. Uh, you know, I guess there must have been something that came out. Of, I think there's probably you know different groups. One saying, "Oh, let's uh, you know let's take it public and let the people know," and the other saying, "No, no, no, they're not ready for it going on." And and uh, I really think it's unfortunate. And, and the other thing that kind of happens too is it gets um, sort of swept under the rug. And I went to um, one of the uh, web pages that has some new, more news articles on it. And uh, one of the and it's interesting because you've already uh, proven that this is not true. But there, some guy said, "Oh, my buddy let a helium balloon out with a whole bunch of flares, and that's what everybody saw, right?" And, right. And there's this article on uh, on one of the it was in one of the local newspapers that said basically a, hi- a helicopter pilot with the Phoenix Police Department was flying that night, saw the objects, and they appeared to simply be flares hanging from helium balloons. He had no idea why his maid released the balloons, but he regrets not filming the act. I feel bad for <laughs> people freaking out about this. I could have put the whole thing to rest. So civilian and military aviation organizations said on Tuesday after the event that they had no idea what caused the lights, which, you know... I <laughs> it seems pretty... There's quite the contradiction there. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing, right? If you've been an airline pilot for 20 years, is there anything that you, you know, that you haven't experienced up in the sky that, you know, so to me it's kind of like if they don't have any idea, it's because they, they have an idea and they don't feel like they have the right to say, right? Absolutely. And, uh, and now an official with the North American Aerospace Defense Command, which monitors the skies for security threats, said Tuesday the organization did not know where the lights came from. So here's the thing. If you were in, the char- in charge of the North American Aerospace Defense Command and something appeared over Phoenix that millions of people saw, right, or even right. you know hundreds of thousands of people saw, and sure. you said to the President of the United States, Mr. President, well, we don't know where the lights came from. What do you think Mr. President would say to you? <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I, think you, I don't think that would Don't give me that answer. Right? It's not going to fly, right? You know, you're, so what you're telling me is we got no defense command, right? Anything exactly. that just wants to come in, the Russians, Chinese, let's just, why don't we just invite them all in, right? We'll have a big, we'll have a big extraterrestrial tea party, right? Well, let's just have a party here. You know, we're open for business, right? <laughs> and the, the Federal Aviation Administration said that although air traffic controllers at Sky Harbor Airport witnessed the lights, they don't know the cause. Nothing appeared on radar, and uh, and the FAA will not be investigating. There's nothing. To oh wow! <laughs> wow. They, they, they got eyewitnesses that saw it. Yeah, they got eyewitnesses the that are their employees the... that saw That's it. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and he, you know what? This thing has to shoot to laser beams and destroy a couple of buildings before the FAA thinks it's going to be investigating it. That's right. right? Um, yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> they're definitely they're definitely holding something back on that for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really quite amazing. And what you know what blows my mind is that, that you know. Oh, it's just a weather balloon. But, you know, that's what they said about Roswell, right? That's right. Absolutely. Saying, oh, just some weather balloons that fell down. 
and uh, you know so and the, and the problem I guess part of the problem from our perspective is you know here's an example of something that's happening everybody has you know it's had its uh, 15 minutes of fame and then everybody sort of ignored it and and yet it just becomes one more piece of the puzzle of all these things that are going on around us that we're, we're it's almost like we're psychiatric patients that are in denial right you see these <laughs> UFOs you see these weird lights you see uh, you know I, if, if there's a number of really good uh, DVDs out on space travel and that is to say the space travel we've done where we've just gone you know into orbit where we've gone to the moon and everything else and there are these little small lights like bees that you know fly around the the, the uh, Apollo ships or the Gemini ships or or whatever is out there right and it's kind of like yeah like you know you hear the the astronauts saying uh, Houston do you uh, do you see these lights? <laughs> you know, just ignore them. <laughs> or something else. Like, don't talk about the lights. <laughs> just ignore uh, them. That's right. That's right. You're, you're, uh, you're on the wrong channel. <laughs> you need to switch channels here. Well, and the, the sad thing is, is are we not c- c- curious species? Like, aren't we wanting to discover new things and, and stuff like that, right? So why wouldn't NASA be saying things like, oh, yeah, like we've got these... these uh, phenomenon that we see that we don't understand, uh, taking a maybe a little, you know, obviously the phenomenon has is, is been around every time we've gone up into space. It's never uh, zapped an astronaut. You know, no astronaut has ever been di- has died because of these lights. I mean, it's not like they're, I mean, it's like if you walk in, your, in the woods and you see a bunch of bushes, right? Like they don't, you don't get attacked by bushes. You're not getting attacked by these lights. Why not talk about them, what they are and and investigate, sure. and maybe they are investigating. I say, why don't you investigate? Maybe they have, and they've decided they don't want to say any more to us about it. And to me, that's a real mistake. I mean, you know, I mean, what are we? Are we only teaching half the truth in our universities? And uh, you know, obviously, if you're holding stuff back, like, why not let us know what it is? We want to know. Absolutely. And the longer they, the longer they hold it back, and the more they they try and bury the truth, it's. I think uh, I think the worst the the reaction is going to be to the people. You know, people are not going to be happy to if they find out that they've been lied to for for generations now. And, and well, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. I, and, I mean, it's been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Like I, you see these uh, paintings that were done in like the 1400s. And if you look closely up in the sky, is a little painting of a UFO. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, what is that fuzzy thing in the corner? Oh, it sure looks like a UFO. So, I mean, it's just wild. It's just wild. And it's just amazing that uh, we aren't talking about this more and, uh, and we aren't just sort of taking it into the mainstream, right? And, of course, that's where conspiracy theories all start to come into play. Like, come on, you guys. That's right, and you know it's it's really it kind of you know as I was watching this show, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you know, this is this happened ten years ago, over ten years, ago, you know, back in nineteen nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, thirteen years ago. Thirteen years ago, and it's only now that they're getting around to making a documentary about it. What 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 is what about the time? You know, what about now, and and the time period of now? Is is different to where 
to where they decided, well, hey, let's bring up this thing from 13 years ago, and we'll make a, a little TV special out of it and sell a bunch of advertising? I mean, are they running out of ideas? Or, I mean, I, I just thought it was really surprising because, you know, you, you could jump on HistoryChannel.com or National Geographic Channel and, and start doing Google searches for UFOs and aliens and stuff like that. And, you know, these are, this is a well-respected news source. You know, when I was in, when I was in school, anything that National Geographic said, you know, was, was a great source reference. You know, much more credible yeah. than, than the kind of stuff you would typically find on the Internet, for example. It was and these true. Guys, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was true. They backed it up with facts, and they did, a, did their homework on the investigative side of things, and, and they, were, they were really good about presenting both sides of, of the argument and kind of letting you, you know, come to your own conclusion about it. And it's just, I think it's just really fascinating that, that there's all this stuff out there now, and, you know, they're really getting people, giving people a, a lot of information to, you know, make, draw their own conclusions about, and a lot of, a lot of good investigation and facts that, you know, sounds pretty convincing to me, at least. Yeah, well, I have to totally agree with you. It's, it's just amazing. And uh, I was actually curious the, uh, as to what the actual date that it happened was now, because I'm thinking it's very close to exactly 13 years ago. Right. <laughs> No, you're you're right. It was it was on March 13th, so we're coming up, we're coming up on that anniversary here in two weeks. Just about three weeks, yeah. Two, so yeah, it's just just over two weeks. Just over two weeks, and also, and it's interesting because we're coming up to the 13th anniversary, which some people would say is you know like kind of an unlucky number, right? Right. So maybe there's a there's a reason that it's coming up again now for for you and I at this point in time. Yeah, I, you know. coming out about this and, and more people at least with uh with an open enough mind to say you know i it wouldn't bother me if we you know we were to investigate further into these these subjects and and uh you know try and try and dig a little deeper and find out what's really going on but uh, you know it's kind of frustrating sometimes when you, you're talking to people and they go oh you're you're just one of those conspiracy nuts or whatever and i don't believe any of that crap and i just it, it always it always makes me laugh because you know there, there's just uh, you know when people already have their mind made up about something and and can't go into things and and say well you know I don't I don't know everything I'm not you know I'm not a you know I, obviously I I'm a human being I make mistakes I have there are lots of things in this life yet yet still for us to learn and you know some people man they just they really really are pretty they they don't want it they don't want it to to be real, and if you know if it, if it if these things turned out to have any credibility to them, it it seems like it would just completely rock these people's foundation of of their purpose in life or something. You know, I, I don't know exactly why they're so resistant to you know. Well, I think to, it's, to it's, ideas, it's like, but yeah, it's like when the, they thought the Earth was round, right? Oh yeah, people. I mean, people were burned at the I mean, stake. Square, straight, straight, <laughs> flat, flat. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Now, the latest the conspiracy theory is that the Earth actually is a sphere, round. That we no, it's a it's a rumor. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I know people that actually say that. They go, well, have you actually been out to space and seen, you know, seen what the planet looks like from out there? And it's like, no, obviously not. 
Well, how do you know what it looks like then? It's probably s- square. <laughs> yeah, it must be square. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, any last uh, comments you want to make on the lights in Phoenix? Maybe some resources that people can go and check for it uh, on their own. Yeah, I think. Let's see what we've got here. First of all, if you, if you search on lights over Phoenix, you see a ton of stuff that comes up. Yeah, absolutely. If you if you just plug in a Google search for Phoenix lights or lights over Phoenix, you're going to get lots of really interesting pictures and articles. Even Wikipedia has has a really well researched article on there. And then I also was uh, it kind of got me onto YouTube, and I was looking at the videos, and I came across another another video called Night Vision UFO dash Phoenix Lights UFO question mark. And this shows basically the same kind of phenomenon with this triangular or V-shaped object flying around at night, but through through the scope of a uh, a night vision camera. And it's it's really you know it's really interesting to see this on the night video because you know it, it it certainly it certainly doesn't look like any kind of kind of flares to me. Yeah, it's it's wow, really. Cool. Really, really well defined, and you can see the speed of this thing and the, the direction changes that it makes, and it's just, it's it's pretty interesting to check it out. And so I'd I'd recommend you know getting on there and go look at a go look at a couple of videos and a, and a picture of this thing, and uh, keep keep your eyes peeled in the next you know the next few months for any TV shows and movies that come out that you know that maybe uh, have some themes that are kind of uh, along the same lines, maybe you know the same a similar shaped craft or or uh or or events that that are you know similar similar to these lights over phoenix and and uh you know ask yourself well what is, what does this mean are they is this really uh is this really coming out are they you know are they really trying to prepare us here or is hollywood are people just people just getting uh better and better with their with their conspiracies and and uh and little uh spoof videos and and scam hoaxes and stuff like that I think there's lots going on, and we're missing out on a lot of it. We don't see it for whatever reason, right? And every once in a while, they do stuff, and we go, oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Kind of like like the crop circle things, you know. I always like to to think about that. And, you know, there's the guys that are out there that claim that they can make these these really crazy, intricate crop circles with just, uh, you know, just a string and a string and a board. And you know, obviously, there's you know, there's some guys that are really, really talented at it, and they can produce amazing things. And, and so it really leaves me, you know, kind of, kind of makes you wonder, you know, what are, you know, what's really going on. But at the same time, if you know how how cool, you know, how cool is it, even if it is all a big hoax, you know, the intricacy level of of some of this stuff that you know, it's making so believable, I think, is is credibility in and of itself for you know the power that we have as humans. And to think that if uh, there's something more existed out there, that you know, possibly the, the potential would be, you know, vastly, vastly ahead of, of our own, and, and the, you know, it makes you wonder that it really you can really believe that geez, any anything is possible. And, uh, and that's a, that's a good thing. I like I like that thought. I like to live by the anything is possible philosophy. <laughs> cool. All right, well, everybody, this brings us to the end of uh, today's episode. You've been listening to Secret Truths, Conspiracies Exposed, and we've been talking about the lights over Phoenix, which is 13 years ago. Another highly uh, 
documented with tons of credible witnesses, events that nobody knows what it is, and most uh, people that do know what it is, rather not answer that question. And, uh, we're going to continue to research and see if we can't get some more information on it and similar events that are occurring, and we'll keep you informed. Yep. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Please send us your, your comments and, uh, and thoughts on this subject at secret, secrettruths.com. And that's secret with, secret truths with one T. So, uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.